0: 20 years ago, 100% of my revenue was from direct mail, sending a piece of mail to somebody and them filling it out and and mailing it back. That is maybe 4% of my business now it's all online now. So we had to adapt. I mean, just think about that. 100% of my business 20 years ago was one channel and now it's only
1: 4%. I've had to change the way I do everything. Welcome, everyone. My name is Alexander McCoven, a co-founder and general partner at Liberty Ventures, and I'm thrilled to have you join us now for the Liberty Ventures podcast. Before I introduce our guest, as a reminder, Liberty Ventures is building an ecosystem of purpose-driven investors and entrepreneurs aligned around advancing a free and prosperous future. And we're talking with incredible business leaders who have knowledge in the investing and entrepreneurship space to help build that ecosystem up. And Roger Michelski is one of those incredible individuals I'm excited to speak with because he's the vice president and group publisher of Eagle Financial Publications which he started in 2003 now his experience in publishing spans more than 30 years and includes time working at the prestigious Smithsonian Institution in its catalog division. He's been an invited speaker and presenter at conferences like The Money Show, Freedom Fest, where we're at right now, and Specialized Information Publishers Association. And now has over 30 newsletters in his in, in his group that he's built up from scratch. Roger, thanks so much for taking the time to join us, and I'm really excited to us, for us to have this conversation. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I love Freedom
0: Fest, and I love what the idea of what you're doing. I think it's fantastic. And so, Roy,
1: let's talk. What do you want to talk about? Well, let's start by actually diving into your history, because I find that always reveals information about what you're doing today and brings out some insights. So if you're willing to share in two to three minutes just your story, what's led to who you are and what you're doing today, I'd love to start there. Okay, well, I didn't know I was going to get into publishing after
0: college, but I just happened to kind of fall into publishing. That's who hired me, you know, and... You know here we go that was 1990 and wow you know I was four years old yeah (laughs) but uh you know I just I felt kind of fell into publishing and I was worked in publishing my whole life except for the Smithsonian uh catalog that was that got me into consumer I was doing business to business before and that got me on the consumer side and then I came to Eagle in 2001 and I was uh it's a politically conservative company and I was running Human Events and the Evans Novak Political Report and then we had an opportunity to get Mark Skousen's Forecasts and Strategies financial newsletter and so in my quote spare time that I had I started doing that and it just took off like in the first 18 months we tripled the subscription base I didn't have any financial newsletter background I was the editor I was the marketer I was kind of doing everything with Mark and here we are 20 years later, and I've gone from like one publication on the side to we have over 30 publications and seven lines of products, a bunch of websites,
1: and it's been pretty uh, an amazing ride. That's Absolutely incredible. And I first want to dig into just the newsletter business because a lot of people may not be familiar with this as a business. So, what does that really entail and how do you grow a newsletter business? So,
0: the newsletter business, so what we do, we have financial, I'm just going to do the financial newsletters that we do now. So, we reach out to individuals who want to trade stocks or invest in the stock market. They don't really know what to do, but they want to do it themselves. They don't want to give it to a broker. I've heard so many stories. I heard one yesterday here at Freedom Fest. This person lost all their money. Their broker, their broker took all their money. Like they just they just drove drove it into the ground. And I hear that way too often. So a lot of people want to do it themselves, be independent, their own freedom. Right here we are at Freedom Fest, and so we we help do that. So we tell we don't take your your money and invest it for you. We issue a newsletter, most of it's online now, it used to be print, but online, and we we'll send you emails and text messages and say, buy this now, and then we tell you exactly when to sell. And you go and do it yourself, you can kind of decide how much money you're going to put into it, whatever, but we just help you get good quality information and help grow your portfolio and we also have products on how to protect your portfolios, how to keep your money away from the government. That's always a big one, you know, uh, retirement planning. So we have a lot of different things, but we give you the
1: information and then you go and act on it. So you're giving advice to people that they can then choose what they're going to follow and which ones they're going to disregard. Exactly. And actually a mistake they make,
0: that's kind of interesting You say that. i have people walk by and go, oh, you, you guys, uh, you know, you guys lost me money, you know, and I'm like, well, what did you have? Oh, I had five-star trader by Mark and I'm like, oh my gosh, that is up like 65% this year. Like, how could you be losing money? He goes, well, Emily chose one or two of them. And he just happened, they happened to choose the, the losers because we're not going to be right every time. That's impossible, right? But if you stick with the program and buy everything...
1: You're going you're gonna to do well with us. Our track record is really good. But uh, yeah. So whether, yeah, whether you're looking at a newsletter or working with a, a broker or doing your own investing, having a portfolio is really important because not every stock goes up, even ones that you think are going to do well. You need to make a lot of different investments so that the winners offset the losers. Absolutely. And you got to have a disciplined
0: sell strategy. You know, you don't want when something goes down 50%, it's got to double just to go back to break even. And people don't think of it that way. But if you can limit your losses and set stop orders, and so never make a loss turn into a big loss, and then you move up stop orders as you get big gains, you never want to uh, you know, how many people have had stocks that, oh my gosh, I'm up 70%, and then they hold on to it and hold on to it, now I'm down 50%. Yeah, you know? but if they had put stop orders in there, so we man- we help you manage that and tell you exactly when to buy and exactly when to sell. Because the hardest thing—it's easy to buy. A lot of people, a lot of people are stock collectors, right? You know, they, it's, it's easy to buy, but they never know when to sell, and that's the hardest thing to do. And that's what we help. I think more than anything is exactly when to sell. The
1: timing is absolutely critical. The timing With is very critical. yeah. Now, you mentioned that Eagle was a conservative organization when you joined. And when, beforehand, we were talking about how you got into this originally through politics, but pivoted to business. I'd love for you to actually share what it was like making that transition for
0: yourself. So it's kind of interesting. So I, my publishing background, I had a lot of business-to-business business background. And I got in the consumer. And the consumer was the political stuff. And it was fun. I believed in the stuff that we were selling, of course. But I, it wasn't the biggest passion of my life like you know there's a lot of people that, that you know that is their passion they follow politics you know and of course I follow politics a lot you know when I got the job but it wasn't something that wow just you know just it was inside me right but I've always loved the stock market as soon as I got out of school I was investing on my own I was buying money magazine I didn't know about the newsletter business I should have been doing that but because money magazines and those Kiplinger's and things like that don't tell you when to sell they just said this is a good buying opportunity buy this never tell you when to sell Um, So when I had the opportunity to get Mark Skousen's forecasts and Strategies, actually, you know, the owner came to me and said, would you be interested in this? And I was like, oh, my God, I've always wanted to do a financial newsletter. This is awesome. So it was a... easy transition because i just i love the stock market
1: and so I made it easy now you're up to 30 different newsletters that you oversee now that they all have different strategies different approaches to it so for for anyone listening why how do they pick between those different newsletters and, and all the many others out there to get advice on them
0: yeah that that that's a very good question and when people come up to the booth here at, you know freedom fest they're always like well what's your favorite you know, that's one of the first questions I get. Well, what's, what's your favorite?
1: Yeah, which one's the best? Where, so, which so, one gonna make So I always
0: joke about, well, that's like picking my favorite child, you know, like I can't, I can't do that. But what's more important is what type of investor are you? Are you looking for stocks? Are you looking for ETFs? Are you looking for short term? Are you looking for long term? Are you looking for dividend income? Then I can narrow it down. They're like, oh, okay, well, you know, I'm a short term trader. Okay, well, we have these that do stocks and options, or do you want to do just options? So it really depends on the person and what they're looking for. But we have a niche
1: to fill just about everybody. (laughs) Why do you think someone should consider doing investing on their own? Since it is so common for people to go to brokers or to be passive investors, it seems like a daunting task to take it on themselves a lot of times. Well, it is, and that's why
0: we're here to help you. You You we, again, we, I've said it a couple times, but we tell you exactly when to buy and exactly when to sell. Brokers, you know, I've heard, as I told you, I've heard lots of stories of, you know, brokers just, you know, driving. They're not out for your best interest, most of them. They get paid to push certain positions, you know, certain equities, certain stocks. They actually get paid to go, we need to go out and we need to sell a bunch of this today because we're making money. The brokerage is making money on it. We are completely independent. We don't take money to say, recommend this. It's totally independent advice. So I think that's very, very crucial. And then we make it easy. And, um, you know, again, we tell you exactly what to do. We give you lots of education. I really believe in education. And one of the things when I started Eagle is like education is so important an educated investor is going to be a better investor and whether you end up buying an eagle product or not if you're better educated I've done my job you know and I and I, I can look at myself in the mirror and go I helped somebody today you know that's great so um, but it is it is daunting because you know we got people who will only follow Mark Skousen. or I'll just I'll just I like Mark Skousen and I'll follow him or Jim Woods or George Gilder you know the, the other people we have but we also have people who like to get a bunch of them and they like to get the different perspectives and quite honestly those people are picking and choosing you know they don't buy they don't buy every single thing we, we send them but what some people do is they'll so the average uh, I was, we were talking about this before we got on the air the average subscriber has between five and seven newsletters they, they love information What a lot of people do is, okay, I read George Gilder said this, well, Brian Perry just said the same thing, Mark Skousen just said the same thing, well, they're all saying, they all have the same pick, that
1: must be really good, I'm going to definitely get into that one. I also am hearing from you that your whole approach to talking with customers to subscribers is to educate them about their options as well. And I think that's something a lot of really successful businesses do. They educate their customers to make sure they're making informed decisions to get the most value out of it. Is that something that you do follow with Eagle Publishers? Absolutely. I think it's it's so key. As a matter of fact, I think one of the things, and
0: quite honestly, this has cost the business money short term, but when there's a certain you know, certain trend in investing that is that is the hot tip of the day type thing. And a lot of my competitors will do full full products based on these things that quite honestly we all know isn't gonna last. And but they're willing to take that money from people and then the and then, you know, year, two years, three years down the road, that publication is worthless. But and but you could get a lot you can make a lot of money in the meantime because people are like, Oh, we we gotta be this, we gotta be this. I'm looking at the long term, you know, I want long term subscribers. Again, I want to be able to look myself in the mirror every day and like, did I do an honest day's work? Am I helping everybody? And that's it's it's very exactly and that's how you know, this is our twentieth anniversary this year actually of of, of Eagle Financial Publications. You know, I started with one publication, we have over thirty now. And we have a lot of long term customers. Why? Because we give them value, we educate them, and we're in it for the long term. We're, we we want to help them. We're not just, okay, make a quick buck now, and oh, we know this isn't a good investment. I've actually, I won't name the name, but somebody had a big competitor of mine. I was actually talking to him one day, and he goes, we made a ton of money on that. The, the advice sucked, but we made a ton of money on it. And I was like,
1: wow. Like, I don't want to be that guy. Here, <laughs> here. Now, building this business up, you've been very entrepreneurial. I'm wondering, what other lessons have you taken away from the entrepreneurial journey over the last 20 years with us? Um, Well, it's a lot of work. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot of work, a lot of dedication.
0: One of the most important things I learned, and this was actually from an, uh, an owner of a business I used to work for, and he said, you know, Roger, he goes, I'm not the brightest person in the world. He goes, but you know my secret of success? And I was like, no, what is it? He's like, I listen to the customer. And he goes, when the customer calls and says, would you do this? I do it. I make it happen. And I took that advice and that just really registered with me. And actually, I was at a money show earlier this year and a customer who had been there like three, four years later, earlier, I mean, had come to my booth and said, would you guys do this in cash machine? And I went back and made that change. And like four years later, he was like, I still want to thank you. Like you listened to me and, and that is so helpful. And I'm like, well, you know what? It's helping everybody else. If you're thinking it, other people are thinking it. It was a great idea. So yeah, of course, why would I not do it? And he goes, but you listened to me. Nobody listens to me, <laughs> but, but it goes, goes back to, you know, Jean told, told me that years
1: ago. So that's one thing, listen to the customer. And on that, I do want to emphasize the point that if one customer is saying it, there are probably others out there thinking it and who want that, who haven't vocalized absolutely, that yet. Absolutely, absolutely. You also have to be, um, well, we talked about honesty,
0: and I think that, that's key, but also things change. And you have to, you have to adapt. Businesses change a lot. Okay, 20 years ago, 100% of my revenue was from direct mail sending a piece of mail to somebody and them filling it out and, send, sure. and mailing it back or, or picking up the 800 number and you know the phone and calling our 800 number and saying i just got this in the mail that is maybe four percent of my business now so i had to completely learn because it's all online now it is so much online and i had so we had to adapt we used to print everything everything was printed right like, the internet was still out of, my, being out of my out of my thirty products. I have two that are are hard copy printed and mailed to people. That's it. You know, completely changed the business. So you have to adapt. And I mean, I mean, just think about that. One hundred percent of my business twenty years ago was one one channel, and now it's only four percent. So I've had to do I've had to change the way I do everything. It's a massive pivot. Massive pivot. And even just on that, like email marketing has changed. Amazingly, I mean, it used to all be HTML, you know, landing pages, whatever. So much of it's video now, and actually, we were again, we were talking right before we got on, you know, got on the air here, that I had never thought I'd be the face of Eagle. Like it was never, there was it was the gurus. The gurus are the important people, but then we started to get to video. So actually, my staff was like. Roger, you should be on video. Like you need to, you need to become the face of this. And I was like, really? (laughs) And, but now I am. And Mark even Mark Skousen even told me
1: that he's like, you need to do, this is what you need to do. And I know for a lot of entrepreneurs, they, they don't actually want to be the face of the companies. They want to run a great company. They want to create value for people. And they do kind of want to be in the background. How did you make that transition yourself? (laughs) I mean, it was interesting.
0: Uh, because uh, I always said, you know, give me the fortune. I don't need the fame, right? Um, right. You know, That was that was totally fine with me. Um, but it's still kind of weird. You know, you get all these... I get emails in my inbox from Roger Michelski. I'm like... <laughs> and people, you know, come up. Oh, I get all these emails from you. Or I saw you on the videos. Or or I hear you on our phone... Con-. We do these phone conferences with our subscribers. Um, and, oh, you're the guy on the phone, you know. And it's, it's, it's you know... It's it's weird in a way, but it's 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 kind of cool. Like, like what's I think what's good about it is nobody knows me down if I'm walking down the street, right? But when I come to a conference like this, they know me. So okay, you know, I get I get I get the fame for a couple of conferences a year. You
1: know? And it's the right environment with potential customers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but but did you? But I have my. how did you mentally get over that? Privacy.
0: Hump. I have my privacy. I can go eat. You know, like Steve Forbes can't go anywhere without. You know, people going, you know, coming to most. to you, Steve? Steve? I wouldn't. I don't. I don't think I'd ever want that. You know, but uh, how would I get over? I mean, I don't know. It, it was. It was the best for the business. So I just, I'm going to do what's best for the business. So I. You, you stayed know,
1: focused on that purpose.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know. And I've gotten you. You know, it's still kind of weird, but I kind of gotten. I guess used to my name being there and out there. And but it, it was what is the best thing for the business. I had. Somebody like Mark Skousen, I had my staff telling me, this is the best thing for our business, so how could you not do it
1: best for your business? And Mark's one of your customers, so again, you were listening to your customers telling you what you needed to do. Yeah,
0: well, he's one of our gurus, Mark Skousen. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah,
1: so, so... Guru, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah one, of, you know, one of his line of products, but yeah, he's been very successful look at Freedom Fest. Like I, I remember Freedom Fest being like 200 people in the beginning. And now it's over, you know, usually around
1: 2,400 people. (laughs) Which is just remarkable. Yeah. So... Most of the investing that you give advice on, or that your gurus give advice on, is in the public markets, as we were talking about. But there are a lot of people who are looking at the private markets as well, and Liberty Ventures is focused on angel investing, early stage investing. I'm curious if any of the advice that any of your gurus give do you think translates over to that space, or if you do anything in that space well, as
0: well? Well, we do. Um, when we, uh, George Gilder just came over to Eagle just a few months ago, and we looked at his product lineup and I started talking about what, what does George know? What, what, haven't we, what did the other publisher not tap into him? And he has got unbelievable connections for private equity. Like, I mean, he, he just went to Israel and spoke to like 50 companies in Israel because Israel is really the hotbed of new technology. And... So we're like, okay. Well, so we just launched a, a new product called Private Reserve, and it's all private equity um, opportunities. It's you know, it's Reg D, it's private placement. So we just started that, and we haven't recommended anybody quite yet. But another one of his products were we're going to do you know Reg A uh, opportunities, so pre-IPO opportunities in that publication as well. Yeah, and it is, it's it's a very exciting area, but there are a lot of opportunities there, and that 's actually almost a bad thing that there's so many opportunities <laughs> because the average investor, how are they going to know? They go to some of these you know these websites now and they're, and they pay these copywriters a lot of money to make it sound like this is the best investment ever, but you don't you know they're just hyping, hyping, hyping the stock, but the average investor. Is that really good? How much of that is really true? You know, do they really know somebody like George Gilder, who's the the tech guru of all time, uh, and he's got the connections? He knows everything. So you need somebody like him to really go. Okay, here's the real. Here's the good one that really, really could really happen because it's it's a roll of the dice on a lot of the other ones.
1: It really is. Absolutely. So. I really appreciate your time, and I just want to wrap up with one question I like to ask. In his context, I always recommend to people who come and ask me for advice, I want to get into a certain industry, I want to do a certain business, I want to work with someone, what should I do? The best thing is to just give value first, to offer to help people out, even just volunteer. And so I'm wondering, for anyone who's listening to this and loves what you're doing, or thinks it's really interesting, wants to get, get into newsletters, get into this industry, or just work with you in some way, if they reached out and said, I want to volunteer to do something to help you out, what would it be? What would you actually respond to? wow. A good volunteer well i guess you know
0: there's always things we're not getting to in the everyday business right so you know uh if you want to learn the business i would you know if you're on the marketing side editorial side you want to write uh sure you know I, we'll we'll help you you know why not, <laughs> why, why not? you know freeze freeze pretty good right but uh yeah i guess you know depending on what area you want but you know that's a great way it's actually a great way to learn Learned something, you know, and learning again is the key, and you know, I hope after doing this for you know, many decades uh, uh, you know, I've learned a few things, and, and I love you know, actually this is a little, a little different, but I just want to say this, like one of my favorite parts of my job is watching especially young people grow their careers I just, I, I literally love that part of my job, and I've seen people Come right out of school, you know, kind of new to it, and then I see them grow and grow and grow, and I see them buy their first house, and and they stick with me. I've been very lucky that like I have very, very, very little turnover, very little turnover over, over the 20 years at Eagle Financial Publications. Like, I mean, it's it's pretty amazing. I'm I'm very very blessed on that, and uh, but it's it's great to watch people grow and get educated, take the next step in their careers educate themselves, learn more, learn more, learn more, sometimes, you know, throw them to the wolves a little bit and go, okay, you're interested in this, go do it, you know, and you, 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 you go figure it out because I hired you because you're, you're a smart person and you're going to come up with new ideas that I haven't thought of. You know, that's, you know, one of the things when I hired somebody, I'm always like, the only difference between I hire smart people, I want you to yeah, yeah. tell me how we can improve our business. Because the only difference between me and you is that I'm on this side of the table because I'm older than you. I have more experience. That's it. That's it. That's the only difference between me and you. But you're going to have ideas I never thought of. And as an entrepreneur, you should really... uh, One person told me you should always hire people smarter than you. Because some people get scared. Oh, if I hire somebody smarter than me, then I'm not... They're going to take my place. That's not going to happen. It really isn't going to happen. you know. But you, your business is going to be a
1: lot better if you hire very smart people. That is fantastic advice to end on. Roger, thank you so much for joining us and for sharing these insights and everything that you're doing. Yeah, well, it was great being here. Enjoy the rest
0: of Freedom Fest and best of luck on the new venture. Thanks.